Okay, Rabbi Saiz, we continue our quest in the Indian of Shaivavim. I want to quote to you a Targum Yenison Benazian and Parshus Vayechi. Perik Mantes, Posekid Base. Where the Targum Yenison Benazil says as follows, probably very common and well known words. Mayoin Hinoin Enoi de Malko Meshicha Kechamra Zakicha Min Lachemra Gilui Irayon Vishadius Adam Zakai Vishinan Akayim in Chalba Dolamecha Chato Vanuso Kadein Yismukun Tavyun. Everybody with me? Okay. So I'll tell you in English exactly what Yonis and Benazil is telling us. And I think it's a tremendous insight to learn and we can apply this for our Indian as this. What the Yonis and Benazil is telling us is as follows. How beautiful are the eyes of Melach HaMashiach like clear wine because he didn't look at Gilead Reis. It says with Moshe Shapira Zatzal What's Pshat in this Targum Yonis and Benazil? He says the words of the Targum Yonis and Benazil tell us the tremendous yesoid of a person, I want to deal with that with today's Sheh, Hashem, is the yesoid of a person that looks at Arias, a person that looks at that which he should not be looking at. We're not talking about just a seeing, we're talking about a staring, a real looking for Hanor. Isn't just a Meister Histaklas. He didn't just look but rather, it's clear in his eyes, as Targum Yonis ibn Azil is telling us, the eyes of Moshiach are different, because he didn't look at Arais, which means it actually affects the eye. So that which you do, the Messiah Shashon, by the way, calls it the Neof Meinayim. A person can be Mazana with his eyes. And, that, and this is what Ramosh Shapiro explains to us, that we have to realize that when a person looks at that which he shouldn't be looking at, all right, I looked, no, no, What's the big deal? Okay, I'll do tshuva. It will be all right. And that's true. We'll get to that. Be'ez HaShem will talk about the tshuva chedek of things. But before, before we get to that, I want to go tonight into a little bit of the scary part of things. And then in HaShem will go a little bit uphill next week. Be'ez HaShem. But the first thing a person has to realize is it affects you. It affects your eyes. Rav Nassim Adler, the Rebbe of Nachsam Soifa, says a tremendous yesoid, a very, very scary thing. He brings a gibor in the Gemara tells us that when a person is choyla, when a person is really, really sick, we should never know, but when a person is in hospital and he's terribly, terribly sick, his mom is holding by the end, says the Gemara, the Malach HaMoves stands above him. The Malach HaMoves is right on top of him. Says the Gemara, the Malach HaMoves is he's full of eyes. What does that mean? Thousands and thousands of eyes. So the Chassam Sofer brings from his Rebbe of Nasan Adla. You know what it means? That means when a person looks at something you shouldn't be looking at, he creates eyes. And those are the eyes that affect him, that he actually sees Besof Yom over the end of his lifetime. He sees those eyes on the Malach HaMoves. And he says, the Chassam Sofer explains, sometimes a person shakes before he dies. He's looking at those eyes. He sees it. It's trembling in front of him. The effect that it has can be an everlasting effect. Of course, tshuva, we'll talk about it. But the first step, we have to realize that it affects us. There's a Gemara in Kiddushin Dafpei, where the Gemara in Kiddushin tells us that some of the Tanoim used to laugh at people that did Averis. Ah! What are these people doing Averis? Come on! Be strong! What are they doing Averis? 
in Shemayim. There was a kitruk. There was a prosecution. How are they laughing at people that do Averis? Let them see. Let's see how they, you know, pass the test. So it was found that we're going to test them. And one of the Malachim dressed up as the most beautiful woman ever to walk planet Earth. Came down to the Tanoim, came down to try and test them this way and that way, and they moved and they tried and they did. They were Matzliach. Basko came out saying they were Matzliach. Asks the Benishchai and the Gemari Kedushin, I don't understand. What? A Malach had to dress up as the most beautiful woman? Just bring a beautiful woman! What, what do you have to bring a Malach for? Dressed up as a woman? A voice that says the Benishchai, this is right. Because if they would have looked and if they would have seen, it would have affected their eyes if it was real. It wasn't real. So therefore, it was only a test. But if they would have looked, it would have affected them. My boy said, when you look, it's not just, no, I looked, no. No, it actually has a tremendous effect on you. Rabbi I want to tell you one of the most scariest Rabbi Yonas that we know. Rabbi Yonah Pirkei Yavis. The Mishnah in Pirkei Yavis tells us, If a person embarrasses his friend, a person says something to get someone else embarrassed, No portion in the world to come. Can you imagine? It's another shoes, embarrassing other people. Says Rabbeinu Yonah, and most incredible but scary Yisait. Says Rabbeinu Yonah, we know that on Shabbos, there's such a thing called an Av, and there's a Tolda, right? The Av Melocha is what they basically did in the Mishkan, and the Tolda is something that resembles that which they did. So you've got the Av, and you've got the Tolda. Says Rabbeinu Yonah, we've got the Gimel, Averis, Chamuris, Avedizora, Gilarais, Shvichas Domin. Those are the Avais. You got the Av. That's pretty bad. What's the Tolda? Just like you have on Shabbos an Av and a Tolda, you have here also a Tolda that comes from the Av, which means it's Doima. So he explains what is it. So he says, for example, the Tolda of Avadizora could be whatever people are worshipping, whether it's money, whether it could be all sorts of things. Shvichas Domin. What's the Tolda? So obviously the Av is killing, but the Tolda is obviously embarrassing somebody because the blood drains from his face, and therefore it's as if you killed him, and that's the Tolda. Says Rabbeinu Yonah, what's the Tolda of Arias? Gid Arias. We're from Yidden. What, what, we have Shaykhs to this Gid Arias? We have Shaykhs to this? Says Rabbeinu Yonah, that's the Av. What's the Tolda? Says Rabbeinu Yonah, the Tolda is, Hamistakel oiledabe yahoreg v'alyavo. Paskins Rabbeinu Yonah that if a person is in a situation where he might look at something and he has the choice to look or kill himself you kill yourself that's the halacha that Rabbeinu Yonah paskins Yahorek Val like every other one of the Gimel Averos Chamurais and it means a Gemara Sanhedrin Ayin He unbelievable Gemara by saying there was a man that happened to notice upon a girl so a girl, beautiful girl, really beautiful girl. And he fell in love with her. Classic story. She would have done anything what I'm talking about. But there is such a thing. Yeah, you see a girl. She's got a great insight. Her personality is nice, quote unquote. And he fell in love. But he, the, the Gemara tells us all this. I'm, I'm just pushing, art scrolling the Gemara. He didn't just fall in love. He fell madly in love with her. He was sickly in love with her. That if he wasn't going to be with her, he would die. 
He went to the, he, he, he went to the doctor. The doctor said to him, if you, if you don't sleep with this woman, you're going to die. You're madly in love. You have to do something. The Quran tells us this. So he called up his local Orthodox rabbi. He said, Rabbi, I just have a little small question for you. You know, how they call up Erev Shabbos with that little small little question. That's like this huge thing. So, a small question. Um, can I be together with this woman? Because otherwise I'm going to die. So, you know, kill yourself first. Goes back to the doctor. Says, Doctor, my rabbi doesn't allow it. What do I do now? I'm stuck. So, okay, so the doctor says, Okay, okay, we'll, we'll, I, I figured it out. Get her to stand in front of you naked. She should be wearing no clothes. And hopefully that will, con- you know, control- that will get your tithers over, the temptations over, and you won't die. Okay? At least that's it. goes back to the rabbi. Rabbi, it's a small little question for you. Can I... Yareg Valyava. Kill yourself. He goes back to the doctor. Well, what am I meant to do over here? This is a serious illness. What am I meant to do? I'm reading the Gemara. So the doctor says, okay, get her to talk. Interesting, nice, love things from behind the wall. You're not even going to see her. He goes back to the rabbi and said, this one for sure, right? Yoreg Valyava. Says Rabbi Nyon, and again I quote the Lashon. Hamestakel aladabe Yoreg Valyava. It's a Rabbi Nyon, Rabbi Sam Perkyavas. You have to kill yourself before you go and do any Avera. Right? According to one sheet of the Gemara, she was a Pnuya. So what's the problem? Well, okay, say that if there's a sham stone and water, it's always sweeter, whatever it may be. I want to continue. There's a Gemara in Yuma Ayin Dalet. Unbelievable. Mole Chazal of Yehuda Yisai. There's a Gemara in Yuma Ayin Dalet. The Gemara says like this. Quotes a Pasuk. Hamal Chamon Mid Bamidbar Leman Anoyska. I gave you the Mon in the Midbar in order to afflict you. What do you mean to afflict you? They gave us the Akosh Bokho us the Mon to eat. We, we needed the Mon to eat. Otherwise, how would we survive? What does it mean to afflict us? What's Pshat? So the Gemara tries to explain what it is. And the Gemara says you can't compare someone that has Pas Pesaloi has bread in his basket, and someone that has no paspasale. So it was an affliction, because they had no idea when their next meal would be. <laughs> they had to wait till it came from Shemayim. They didn't have paspasale. They didn't have their bread in their basket. They were waiting for the month. So it was a type of affliction. That's what the Gemara tells us. And then the Gemara goes on to tell us an incredible insight. Ain't a You cannot compare the fulfillment of a person eating food that you see and that which you don't see. Right? Rashi tells us also in this and the same thing in Mesach the Shabbos as well. That when you see your food, you enjoy it better. When you don't see it, you don't have the same geshmak. And that was the affliction of the mon, that the Rabbanishim gave us food, but you don't get the same geshmak because you don't see the tzura and the form and whatever it is. Right? Omer Rabbi Yosef says the Gemara. From here you see that a blind person doesn't get satisfied when he eats. Omer Rabbiya. A person should only eat during the day when he can see. In those days didn't have lights. And the Gemara continues with the Pasuk. Listen carefully what I say. Toiv mare enayim mahalach nefesh. Better is the sight of eyes more than the walking of the soul. What does this mean? Listen to Rish Lakish. Rish Lakish tells us again, this is the Gemara, Yuma Ayn Daladom Adis. Omar Rish Lakish. Good is the sight of the eyes looking at a woman more than the Misa itself. That means, says Rish Lakish, a person gets more hana when he looks than when he does. Than the actual Maisa itself. Asks Revolba, Zatzal. What does that mean? A person gets more hana by looking than by the actual action itself. <laughs> what, what, what are you talking? How can such a thing be? So Revolba explains, and he talks about how the human brain works. Imagination. 
Imagination builds up a picture in our eyes, a picture in our brain of what it would be and how it could be. And that, imas- that imagination fills us completely. And that's what the whole film industry is all about. This is what Hollywood represents. What they do is they show you enough just to get there and then, oh, leave the rest to your imagination. Toiv mare naim beisha Yosem megufo shel meister says Toisus yishanim tzorich lezara meoid memenu. That's why you got to be so much more careful. You know, you see this the whole time, right? Now, let's just take an example by the goyim. You have a woman that walks past a building site, right? She walks past the building site. So, what do the builders do? What, what are you looking at? You're looking at her legs. Yeah, she has legs because that's how she walked from one end to the other end. What are you looking at? You're looking at her legs? What can you see already? Oh, but the imagination, right? That's what they say. You've got that little slit over there. What can you see already? You can see not much. But the imagination gets you going. You know how many boys I've asked and got the same answer every single time? What's worse, a bad movie or a bad book? Every single time I hear the same answer. For sure a bad book. Because the imagination. The movie is what it is. Whatever they show you, they show you. Over oh, the book, it's much worse. Because the imagination builds it up. And this is a Chazal Rabbi say. Rish Lakish in the Gemara in Yuba tells us this is sorry. Toiv Mare Inayim Beisha. Yosim Egufa Shal Maisa Rabbi I want to go a little bit. We mentioned a little bit about this last week. What's going on in your mind, Bishas Maisa? What's going on psychologically in your head when a person's about to type in? the letters on the computer or the letters on his keyboard of his phone or whatever it may be. What, what's happening? Let's go, to, let's, let's go to a person's, you know, analyze a person's head and his thought process of what's happening over there. And the answer is very simple. What's happening is your brain is telling you there's something there. There's something exciting. There's something that's going to satisfy you. There's something that's going to make you feel good. If you just type it in and you just look, it's, you're going to feel so much better. Psychologically, they're trying to offer you something. Your brain's trying to offer you something. The illness, the eye is the biggest salesman. He said, look, I promise you something. Rabbi Sai, I've never spoken to a person that's involved in these union that said afterwards, I felt great. I felt wonderful. No such thing. Every single person says the same thing. I feel empty. I feel disgusting. I can't believe I just did that. Every, every, everyone says the same thing. It's And as we said last time, it goes even worse than that. It's drinking the salty water. And when you drink the salty water when you're thirsty, it quenches you just for a moment. But it makes you more and more thirsty. So the burst, the bubble, wow! The imagination says, don't worry, just look and you'll be satisfied. It doesn't work that way. Because when you finally get there, you realize it's emptiness. It's absolutely nothing. There's nothing to it whatsoever. But boys say, how many people in Klalisol, how many Yidin, gave up their lives, gave up their marriages, gave up their children, their family, for a bit of a temptation, for a bit of a yoni arayis, for a bit of physicality, that's all it is. They gave up everything. They gave up their life, their wife, their children, their whole family, for what? For one Misa. That's all it is. It's a terrible thing. It's a terrible thing. A person has to realize, you know, especially when a person is married. It's even worse. Because it happens to be that he's married, so he uses his wife, because that's the only woman that has available, but really, he's comparing her to everything else. So it only gets worse at that stage. 
We're living in, in, in generations that it's very, very hard. You know, people think that sneers when they cover themselves up, when the clothing is as tight as anything, and you're able to see every single little tiny inch of the body, but that's okay because it's sneers, and that's totally not sneers. And that makes it even harder. It makes it even harder because our gedorim have just gone out the window. Our gedorim have come out the window completely. How many people daven for their children? Even when you're single, you should daven for your children. You should daven, you should have good children. And when you do have the children, how much koichas, how much effort, how much time, how much energy, how much money do you put into your children to make sure that they come out good? Chazal, tell us, Rabbi Say, you want the recipe for good children? Watch your eyes. Watch where you look. Watch what you see. It says Rabbi Yon in the Mishnah Obis Perak Aleph Mishnah Hey Al Tarbasicha Me Isha or Botal Medivre Torah is the end of the Mishnah. Says Rabbi Yon, you know why? You can't have both. It doesn't work to have Torah and be busy with Yoni Arayas. You have to choose one or the other, and one of them is very, very dangerous. And so let's just end this week with one last zach. The Rabbani Shalom gave us the most beautiful eyes, the most incredible eyes that we're able to see so much. We're able to see color. We're able to see so much of the Rabbani Shalom's beautiful world. What are we using those eyes for? Somebody once walked into a blind center, a center where they deal with blind children. And the manager took him around and explained there are three types of blind people in this center. You've got a certain blind people that were blind from birth. They never got to see the world. They never got to see anything. They were born blind. The second type of people turn blind during their lifetime. And the third one is children that will eventually turn blind. And he says, wow, take me to the children that will become blind. So it's an incredible thing. He walks in and they're teaching them Braille. They're teaching them how to read so that when they become blind, they're going to know what to do. And he said... He got up and he started to try to give, you know, speech and give chizik. And one guy got up, one of the children got up, an older child. But he got up and he said, you know what we feel like? We feel like we have a gun pointed to our head with a finger on the trigger. At any moment it's going to be pulled. At any moment we could lose our eyesight. He said when he left that center, the brocha b'keach ivrim that he made in the morning, the Rabbanisham opens up our eyes and allows us to see and use those beautiful eyes for the right thing meant a whole different way. Rabbi Sai, as we mentioned from the beginning, from Nasan Allah, from the Chassam Seifa, from the Benish Chai, all the Marmakomis that we said, when a person looks, it's not just, I looked. It has an effect on him. Not only him, it has an effect on his marriage, it has an effect on his children, as, oh, as we have spoken about. And Be'ezah Hashem, next week, we're going to try to take a little bit of a different turn to understand some of the claims that people make in this Indian Shabbat